Hi guys, welcome to the Gig Economy Podcast, episode 173. Hello. With Jesper Dinasen. Your address is 1749 Maple Row. Oh, that was my I know, that's the only one I know by heart. <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much uh, for... comment, Janet, and reviews and how-tos. And for tuning in, appreciate you guys so much. we got a lot to talk about tonight. This is going to be my last episode of the year, you know? Yeah? I'm sad about that. Oh, you'll be fine. Not really. <laughs> So yeah, next next week I'm taking off. I'm going to take four days in the sun. That'll be nice. We're gonna have uh, lifting with Larry on. I uh, reached out to a couple other people, and Larry said for said yes. So we're we're golden. We're golden. Gonna say I I think I don't think this is the first time he's the last episode of the year. No, I don't think he is either. One of these days I'm gonna take a day off. There you go. There you go. So that is pretty cool. So what are we going to talk about today, Jason? I don't know. I'm looking at the rundown. <laughs> so that's cool. Well, while you're doing that, uh, I can talk to you about the the website, which is it's not like a new website. Go to gigeconomyshow.com. It did change a little bit recently, and, and you can find a lot more news there. But, yeah, we are just trying up a new format, and, and please go there and sign up for our newsletter. Yeah, I will try to get one out this month. I will have some extra time. So, um Sign up for that, and uh, yeah, then when you sign up for that, you get notified when the new episode drops, which if you're already a subscriber, you should know that because it comes out every Monday unless I'm tired, Um, and then it might come out Monday afternoon, but uh, I want to thank our Patreon members, Larry, Samson, Steve, Bud, Omar, Delivery Cats, Jamie, Frank, Joe, Nate, and John. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, It's really important to what we do. Uh, It actually just makes us feel good, too. It's really not all the money, uh, but the money does help pay a lot of the bills, and we do appreciate that a lot. Tom's soliciting women. I'm not sure why. But, well, he's uh, like, there's, there's no women, the Patreon members, and he's right. I don't know if he's talking about Patreon members, but anyways. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Did I lose you? Just waiting for you to do your, do your spot. Oh, you've, <laughs> I you. I love it when Jason puts me on the you, spot. So. Anyway, you gave me so uh, much shit for not following it, and you're you're over two. <laughs> well, I didn't know you put me on the spot again for that one. So, anyways, please go to patreon.com forward slash geekcon podcast and sign up for uh for supporting us. It is super important that you are, and honestly, it, it helps keep the show on on the air. So, thank you so much for that, guys. And please, 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 please go and sign up for. A Patreon. I would love to see a new Patreon tonight. What uh, we do offer Pretty free cool. trials, uh, seven days. You get a free seven trial days. to try everything out, and then before your card is charged. And then what? What do they offer? What do we offer, Jesper, for those fine? So people? you get you get pre-show banter, right? You get pre-show banter, and yep. then you get you get to listen to the show without um, ads. And then the other cool thing you get is after I've been a ten dollar supporter. Uh, which is a unicorn supporter, unicorn unicorn ride, I guess we call him. Uh, then you get a piece of merch. You've been there for three months. Yep, yep. I don't think I own anybody. Usually, when Yesper does the ad, um, I can probably take this off, right? Uh, yeah, you can take it off. <laughs> uh, does the ad? I go in there and I'm like, fuck, 
I owe somebody a t-shirt, but I don't think, whoopsies, I don't think, um, why is this comment not coming off? Oh, I'll take it off. I'm sorry. Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's only been fucking 17 years that we've been doing this thing (laughs) and using StreamYard for half of it. Uh, Anyways, but it ends up finding out that I owe somebody a t-shirt, but I don't think I do because I'm looking at the list. And, uh, oh, maybe Nate. No, I don't think it's Nate. Anyways, join the Patreon if you want to support us. We appreciate it. Um, the Telegram group, that's a group for you where we can chatter to do when you're doing gig work, if you're getting bored on the road. Um, I know there's a few. How do you get to it? Huh? How do you get to the Telegram group? Stop interrupting me. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to do my job, Jesper, and you're making it very difficult. I'm in a special mood tonight. Yeah, that's fine, but like, let. Oh my god, you're gonna see a f- fucking domestic violence assault remotely on this page. <laughs> um. Anyways, that's a place where you can go to connect with other gig workers around the country, around the world. Uh, I know a few run third shift, which is really nice if you are a third shift worker. But to get to that, uh, download the Telegram app, and then the link is in our description. And you just click on that, and you can join. And uh, I recommend muting the chat because sometimes you can uh, get a lot of messages, and it's can be annoying. So uh, you can be a lurker if you want, but we would encourage you to participate if you want to. I think Steve sent some listeners over here, or some viewers from his show, and I appreciate that, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Stories from the road. I have none. So if you remember, let's 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 reverse back to last week Wednesday. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna work because Megan and I are going out, but you know, she's feeling a little under the weather. Right. Well, I got sick too. And so Oh no. We I actually did do gig work Friday night. I went out and did Amazon Flex and during that route which I shouldn't have took, by the way, because the roads were trash, and I ended up trashing my car with dirt roads. Yeah. That, well, that's what Amazon Flex is. Like, you do so, rural area. You, you didn't break it. You just got It just dirty. trashed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't break it or anything, no. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, during that, I started coughing, and then I got a fever. And so, yeah, oh. we spent our anniversary weekend on the couch. Uh, so... Yeah, that it wasn't fun good. at all. So that is my story from the road. But I will be going out this weekend. I am still a little under the weather. I I don't know if you can hear it, but I guess a little bit of a stuffy nose still. And um, yeah, so that's what's going on. Hmm. What's up, driven the driven dad? Hmm. Check this guy's uh, show out on YouTube. He does great content. Him and his wife. Uh, they both drive Teslas, so it's uh, it's a really good uh, uh, video channel. Video channel. What am I fucking a hundred? YouTube channel. YouTube channel. I actually still have that special uh, attached to my YouTube, my, my my Uber, the the ten rides for one ten. You do? <laughs> yeah. God it, dang I, it! I actually have until the eleventh to do it, and I get an extra so, ten. So they keep extending it. Uh, I mean, it, see, the eleventh. I just didn't what? look at it. it, it was, I didn't look at it. It was always till the eleventh. Oh, okay. Because I I thought you could only do it on the twenty ninth. That's what I saw first, but no, it's oh. it's it's like a it's like a one of the yeah it, okay a couple of weeks for it to finish it, but I won't be able to go out. I just we have too much stuff going on this weekend and uh, leave Sunday morning. So yeah, oh that's right, you are leaving. I'll give you that. He says it's on the you. 
reviews and how to says it's on the YouTube or it's on the internet. Just go to the <laughs> internet, guys. The internet. God, we keep clicking the same damn thing. I didn't click on it that time. You did I it. Think you need a new mouse. Oh, no, fuck. you need a new mouse. Oh yeah, so. I do. All right, let's go. The gig economy let's news. Go. So this is kind of exciting for uh, this guy. Uh, this isn't really gig related, but it, it's you know it, it kind of applies to me a little bit. But new technology installed beneath Detroit Street can ch- charge electric vehicles as they drive. Now, who would have thought this would have been in Detroit, right? Um, <laughs> so I was excited. I'm like, oh, it kind of ha- it kind of has a video. As I play it, it's literally no one talking, and they're just driving around. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a new technology belongs to Electron, an Israel-based developer of wireless charging solutions for electric vehicles. The company has contracts for similar roadways in Israel, Sweden, Italy, and Germany. And then let's go to Detroit. The pilot uh, initiative in Michigan was announced in 2021 by Governor Gretchen Whitmer, uh, which is very cool. She's very into um, this kind of stuff, which is which is super cool. So when a vehicle with a receiver nears the charging segment, the segment, the coals beneath the road transfer electricity through a magnetic field, charging the vehicle's battery. The coils only activate when a vehicle with a receiver passes over them. That's cool. That's cool. I saw, this is a couple of years ago. I saw, um, obviously, People are always playing with new types of, of, of roads, if you will. So somebody yeah. had came up with, I can't say what's a panel, uh, but you could kind of do a lot of them. So uh, the, it was, it was, um, is it, is it called an octagon? Uh, no, six. What was that called? Not a pentagon. Hexagon. But a hexagon, yeah. So they were hexagonal tiles, uh, but they had, they had they were all programmable they had uh, leds built into them and there was they were also um there were solar panels hmm. so they were strong enough you could drive on them obviously but then you could just lay them down you can connect them and so the cool thing with them was they could actually code where the lines in the road would be oh wow so if you put if you put them in you could actually you could make you can make two you know wide two a uh, wide two lane road if you wanted to or you could take it down to a three lane road however you want you could kind of do that coding because you could dynamically define the lines on the road right away wow and you could yeah I mean and you can make them where you know white lines or yellow lines or whatever it is if you had a whole stretch that was all those these things that makes sense and then of course uh, on 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 in warm areas it could actually as I said, it would produce it would it would produce um, power as well because there were also solar panels. Okay, huh? I love that new tech. The one thing the article doesn't say, which is would be important to me, how much does it actually charge? Am I getting like you know a, a hair's worth of energy from it? Because like that, it, I don't know. It would have to be a longer distance. Although it did say if you were idling. Which you wouldn't actually right. be idling, but I, I guess I don't know the definition of idle. I guess it's just sitting still, but I'm an idiot. But I'm just saying, like, it's not, I, in my head, idling, I just think of a gas car, but it says yeah. it would charge it then, but I just was curious on the speed. Obviously, I would, I can, uh, look up what it is, but the Gig Economy podcast will be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, 
Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. So my assumption would be, though, that it would have to be on much, much, much longer stretches, right? Because one of the things you've always said about your car since ever since you got it was you tend to stay away from highway because it really takes down the battery. So wouldn't that kind of solve this problem if it, it would, even if it was just a tickle charge, uh, whatever it is, as you are driving, let's say you're two to three hours on the road, envision, envision a truck Right. If this is a semi truck doing that, and it's 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 able to charge a little bit, I mean, how much further you can this thing can stay on the road? I think most people would be happy with break even, right? You no, know, absolutely. so you drive sixty miles and you don't lose any energy, and you get off on your exit, and you're like, you know, because there's literally no regeneration on the on the highway. Right. You're never using your brakes. You're never slowing down. Uh, Correct. So, yep. uh, bumper. So bump- I think it's. I think it's very interesting as all these new technologies are coming about. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, oh, man, I'm telling you, this cold weather. Well, it's not even that cold. I can't imagine if we were in like 10 degree weather. Yep. I'm getting maybe 160 miles on a charge now. And I was getting 220, 230 in the summer. It's interesting you're saying that because. Uh, I was actually when you said it last week. I was I was thinking about uh, in Scandinavia, and so uh, Norway is super cold, right? Oh yeah. Uh, but but they introduced they introduced uh, a while back. They introduced a special. It's also pretty expensive to drive a vehicle in old Scandinavia because they have so high taxes on vehicles. And so in Norway, they introduced a special tax dia, a credit if you bought a if you bought an electric vehicle. So I think I th- I want to say it's like every fourth vehicle in Norway is electric today. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like it's pretty. It's a lot of them. Okay, but what they found was, um, what they found was is it's actually mostly Teslas. Because Teslas last the best on cold. Yeah, they've so, they've mastered keeping that battery warm. That's the issue. The battery gets cold. Oh, so they're actually keeping the battery warm. Yeah, That's there's a battery warmer oh. on it. Ah, see, I, I didn't know that. I don't know if it's on a pad or if it's wrapped up or whatever, but that's why they're able to last a lot longer because it's like it's like already preconditioned. You don't have to really worry about it. Okay. Um, that's why they say to kind of warm up your electric car before you go while it's plugged in to kind of precondition the battery a little bit before you head out. Um, well, that kind of makes sense. I, hey, welcome, Francis. It's, it's a pleasure to have you listen to the show. I had I saw a picture on Facebook where somebody had they had just gotten a storm and he charges outside. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like he must get no battery life out of that thing. But we'll see this weekend. I, I kind of want to lean to Amazon Flex, but I it's supposed to be wet this weekend, and I'm worried the roads are just going to be trash again. So right. I think uh, I think I'm going to stick to ride share. So we'll see how long it lasts before I have to go to a supercharger. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave my ride share vehicle at the airport for four days next week. So we'll see how that goes. Ah, it'll be fine. I've done that before. Yeah, I know. The the driven dad, Tony, he's in Colorado driving two Teslas, so I'm sure um, he knows much more about it than I do, but I know 
I know that is they keep the battery warm, so that's that's a big bonus. But yeah, no, it kind of is. So, uh, so this next story we're gonna have here that's a that's a it's a new interesting. <laughs> interesting way gig. of doing gig work yeah i really liked it so uh please pay attention it's pretty cool what this guy is doing and i must say kind of happenstance how he got into it it's and it, it's not an app i'll tell you that right now yeah. it, it could be uh, i gotta shout out my wife she's the one that shared this to uh for me to to play i thought it was pretty funny so here we go yo what is your job? Well, I crash funerals on behalf of the deceased. I'm the coffin confessor, and I tell those that were loved how much they were loved, and those my clients love to hate to fuck off. So I want you to start from the start. How did you come across this? No, it actually started as a joke. I just told a dying man I'd crash his funeral for him, and he took oh. me up on the offer, and um, from that funeral it led to others. For instance, the first funeral that I crashed, Graham was on his deathbed. He was actually at home, but he had a best mate. His best mate was coming around and trying to screw his wife and patting oh. her on the ass and putting his arm around her all the time and Graham could see this from his bed but he couldn't do anything because his best mate wouldn't even come down and see him or say anything. No! And Graham said in that letter, you know best mate of mine, been trying to screw my wife while I'm on my deathbed and go and fuck yourself and fuck off from my funeral and if my brother, his wife and their daughter at this funeral, they can fuck off too because I haven't seen them in 30 years so why are they here now paying their respects? No! I love this! <laughs> The coffin confessor. I love. Would you ever be able to do that? I mean, could you no, just separate yourself no. and be like, "All right, I'm, I'm just here to do a job." But then you see people like devastated, and then what if they come like attack you because they're mad or something? Like, hey, I'm paid for by the deceased. So this is like a dance gram, but instead of for the for the for the birthday this is for the funeral yeah i mean i think it's a great idea i i don't know if he's still doing it but there's got to be something like that they're singing telegrams so just do that instead of you know oh right i don't know if i'd be able to do it but i was sure yeah. as fuck would love to be there when somebody had got it done <laughs> That you, you'd never forget that funeral ever. No, 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 no. You like no, you go to your yeah. third cousin's funeral and that happens, and you're like, "I'm so glad I came to this funeral. I'm so glad I came to this funeral." <laughs> Celebrating life, woo! -hoo. Right. So moving on, um, we don't have a lot of pictures tonight, but here's one of them, and it's so. Uh, this guy, I think, is a scammer. Uh, I th you think I, it's a scammer. I think so. Uh, so. We've all talked about an Uber. We just talked either last week or the week before. It's going to start verifying people a little bit, uh, not right. allowing weird names, you know, and stuff like that. But this is this happened on um, this is the Lyft app. Let me bring up the Reddit thing because I was like, I love Reddit because the comments are usually like spot on. So <laughs> those are the fun ones. <laughs> so it says why why does Lyft allow this awkward, quiet ten minute ride? And it. It's Andy is his name. Okay, nothing wrong with that as audio <laughs> listeners. And then his little um, image icon or whatever says, I'll suck your dick. And you're like, all right. And so it's just awkward. I don't know. I and, know. And the first question. So I do. You, I'm sure Jesper knows about Reddit, but Reddit, everything is upvoted and the best upvote gets the right. top of the comments. And the number one comment is, the bigger question is, why did you take the ride? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, yeah, that one is a immediate cancel. Yeah. It's like, oh, comment number three that should be comment number one says, takes getting a tip to a whole new level. 
<laughs> Maybe he was hoping for something. I mean, I comment, another comment. So how was it? Uh, exactly. And then one of the other comments says, seems to me Andy is fishing for that driver that will let him. I don't know. It's like, ugh, that's so weird. But uh, I mean, I guess let's on a, on a real node. I mean, if he's not fishing for that, he, he's obviously fishing for some kind of a discussion or conversation, and that's just dumb too, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, purpose. yeah. What do you say? Like, hey, so I see that you have this on there. This is, I mean, it's already awkward. I just wouldn't say anything. But I, I how many say- people do you have, have? Have do you have the referencing your profile? Me? Yeah. I would say one in a hundred. No, that's maybe yeah, maybe one in fifty rides. We'll be like, oh, I, would, I see you're a school bus driver or a podcaster. Oh, okay. I have quite a lot of people who references uh, like that I'm from Denmark. So that's pretty cool, I think, that they, they, they look at that. Yep. So most people probably listen to or look at it for me, but that's just, yours is more unique because you're from Denmark. Sure. So they probably bring it up. But yeah. I can see that. What if someone ch- changed his pick as a prank? His pick as a Oh, so that, I got you. I mean, his picture as a prank. I don't know if you can that though, because you still have to get approved, and that's the big difference here. Is how how did it get approved? How did it get past the system? Right. I mean, that's the thing. Or I mean, us boomers over here. I mean, is it Photoshop? I don't think it is, but you could just never tell on the internet if someone just made that up. But it, it's definitely getting harder, right? So. God, thank these, you steve thank you so much steve these fucking comments andy has sucked at least 10 dicks in the past seven days can't wait till the review comes in <laughs> why everyone is so funny okay that was great um what do we got so this next one here is actually interesting and whether or not it's really true i don't know but uh, the the storyline goes: We're making six figures. A Las Vegas family drives for Uber to pay for holiday gift, and it's the grandma, which I don't think she's that old. You know, I, I, yes, but I'll yeah. say I did try to find a video on it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So that's fine. That's fine. I'll read. I'll read the story. Um, the story is from uh, KTNV Las Vegas, ABC thirteen Las Vegas local station. So um, I, as I said, it is, it's it's the grandma, uh, and I'm assuming she's probably in her forties, late forties. At she's not that that old by any means. Um, and then her daughter and son-in-law, or son and daughter-in-law, whatever. Uh, and and basically, she started driving first, and then she talked her uh, son and daughter into driving as well and her son and daughter is together driving and making over six figures they say they each make five thousand dollars a month when they drive uh, full-time for uber which i think is great if it's actually the truth um no they clear five grand by them together not each no they must they must because if you do the math if they only do five grand that's only 60 grand oh you're right i'm a dumbass so it must be it must be that they're doing each because i read the same thing and but but for it to be more than six figures they have to do each do five grand a year uh a month yeah either way long story short uh, i think it's great if they are and and definitely it's possible but it's getting harder and harder to do that and you definitely have to drive smart and we know that they are both of them are driving in those times where, you know, they have to be driving to the bar, they have to be driving all the way through the weekend. You know that, and 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 some of the smart times during the week as well. So, but anyways, whenever, just real quick, 
When Emily Rogers started driving for Uber two years ago, she didn't realize just how much she would enjoy it. Uh, she works at the U.S. Postal Service, and she says she's looking for supplemental income. Gas went up, apartment prices went up, cars went up, blah, 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 all that stuff. Now, she says the app has an essential way to pay for basic needs and said it will help her with holiday gift shopping. If I drive during the holidays, I can easily add a couple hundred dollars a week. So they're not. Uh, so that not only helps myself, but it helps me get stuff for my grandson who was, bought, bought, uh, who was bought, born last year. Bought, mm. Born last week, last year. So and then she goes on to talk about her, her, her son and daughter-in-law as well. And how they are now also driving full time, and as I said, I think it is it is interesting and definitely possible, but a lot of work though. You, I mean, to, to do that, I think you have to you have to drive more than forty hours, don't you think, Jason? Yeah, I would. I'd be curious. I know Wade. Uh, uh, Wade, that's my other friend. Gabe has been grinding doing ride share. I'd be right. curious how much because I've seen some of the screenshots, and it's, I mean, it's fifteen hundred to two thousand. And I don't, I don't know if that's all rideshare, but I, I mean, I think you could probably do it. But it is, is that it a is, week? Yeah, but it's it's that's per week, yep. forty plus hours. I mean, sure. And I think I think Gabe's in a better market. He's in the uh, Ann Arbor market, which is, I mean, it's wealthy, right? I mean, it's probably the richest oh, yeah. in the area or in the state. But but yeah, they're probably doing a lot. I'm not sure how she's doing that and working at the post office. Oh no! So she's doing. She's just doing a couple hundred dollars a week. Oh, next to the to the post office, her son and daughter in law is doing it full. Oh, my bad. Okay, yeah. So that's how that was doing it. So, so I think again, I think it's cool. Um, I think they are driving obviously in Las Vegas, so that probably ties into it. Yes. Um, and that, you know it's a different market, and and you know obviously they they take it serious. Um, they know what they're doing and all that stuff. So I think it's definitely positive and i think it's good for us to see these positive stories coming out of of uber and the fact that it is possible for you to to make a living on it but unfortunately i do think it's more and more gonna be the it's not gonna be the rule where people are really seeing that i don't understand why people want to do like i love having variety i mean i don't like a lot of change but i still like oh i'm tired of rideshare i'm gonna go do something else i don't understand people that lock themselves into like you know, working at a factory for 35, 40 years, like go right. do something else, go do deliveries, like broaden your horizon. I don't know. It just kind of popped into my head. I mean, the one thing definitely I would say for these, these, this couple here is that if it is your full-time income, you want to get more apps in, you know, in your basket and don't just Uber. Cause what happens when you get deactivated? Yeah. And you also, you, know, you should always be like, double dipping with Lyft and Uber anyways, like check what Lyft's right. offering you this week, check mm -hmm. what Uber is, whatever's a better deal. I mean, once you get smart enough to know the program, you just figure yep. it out and be like, okay, this week is Lyft, you know, but, um, oh yeah, let's, let's talk about our, um, did you look at yours by chance? Will I bring mine up? Uh, I did not. No, don't bring yours up. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You fucker. <laughs> uh, let's um, see. where did I put them? Oh, here they are. <laughs> Stop. You, where are you? You need to get laid. Okay. <laughs> Not by me either. Uh, my quest this weekend 60 rides for 70 or 50 trips for 55. And then the 60 trips for 70. If you do 10 more, it gives you 35, or 20 more, it gives you 50. So, not very I good. Didn't have, 
I don't have any any lift reward at all. No. And my Uber opportunity is <laughs> what? Um, uh, sixty for seventy is like a dollar. Yeah, that's what I penny. have. Sixty for seventy or fifty for fifty-five. Yep, that's <laughs> what I have. Uh, my lift one is. Thirty dollars you for forty rides you get thirty bucks, <laughs> so it's pretty bad. But but I, I still have my week quest that has to be finished by the eleventh for ten ten trips. Take ten trips and get an extra hundred ten dollars. Yeah, I think uh, it's not just our area. I think it's just the the times. I guess I don't know. I don't ever remember it getting so bad around Christmas, but I could be wrong. So I mean that is what they kind of bring up um, in 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 the article we just talked about is they 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 started driving to, you know for 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 the holidays to make a little extra money and you see that a lot I think in in these times and unfortunately that obviously makes it worse for everybody. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, especially people that are doing it for full time and I don't yeah. know I don't know if if a full time is for everybody. You just really got to know what the fuck you're doing. Yes. I mean, if you, you don't, do. if you're just going to fuck around and throw the app on, like you're, you're in some serious shit. Well, you're just going to make, you're, you're going to lose more money than you, than what it's worth. And Absolutely. like how long is going to take before you, you know, figure that out. So how, where do you go to learn how to do Uber and Lyft? Uh, fuck if I know. Geekonomyshow.com. Oh, Come on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, listen to this podcast. It's so professional. <laughs> Uh, All right, moving I on. I, I thought I really laid it up well for you there. And yeah, the you did. <laughs> I was reading the article. I was pre-reading my article that's coming up. Uh, we actually had this on for last week and put it in the title and didn't talk about it. That's how professional we are. <laughs> so this is kind of a bait and switch on this title, which uh, it, whatever, a lot of them are. But it says, Tesla launches rideshare program in major city that will cost riders only $2 a ride. Here's how the company pulled it off. Um, Dash, which stands for Downtown Area Shared Hubs, debuted in Tampa, Florida on October 12th. Unlike other rideshare apps like Uber or Lyft, Dash doesn't take people directly to their location. Instead, there are more than 20 hubs throughout the seven uh, seven downtown Tampa neighborhoods. Each vehicle is bright yellow Tesla Model Y that will take riders from one hub to another with a capacity of four riders at $2 a piece. So when you kind of read the article, you're like, oh, is, is Tesla starting a rideshare company? Uh, but obviously they're not. I mean, the price isn't bad. I mean, if, if, if you know, if you're going to a certain area, but I don't know if I want to ride with everybody. I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of like a shared ride. But um, hey, kind of say, yeah. what, what was it? Uber it used to be called. They had a service for that. Well, they still do, but I, they called it. Uh, I thought they got rid of it from COVID. Well, they like did, but they brought it back. Yeah, you want to find out about the gig economy, and you don't even know fucking Uber shared rides is back. Don't go to our website. Go to UPorn. <laughs> go to what? UPorn. <laughs> UPorn. Uh, I don't know what it's called now. We don't have it anymore. I think it's just called Uber Share. What the fuck did it used to no, be called? No, it's not called Uber Share. Yes, yeah, somebody help me out. Tyler, help me out. Driven Dad, he oh. probably knows. Top Uber is 90 rides for $570? No, that's not your That's not your uh your quest, is it? 90 rides for 
That's your bonus? Jesus Christ. Oh, Uber Pool. Thank you, Tony. Fuck. Thank how did, you. How did we how do we not Yeah, see Uber shares. Uber X shares. Shared. How did we not how did I forget pool? That's a perfect name for it. A pool. A cesspool. That's the quest. So you do ninety so, sorry. So ahead. it came back. I did, I had to ask, right? So it it got it got completely removed uh, before covid obviously and it's coming it came back it's coming back they, this article says it's coming back this is from june and 2022 it comes back it comes back on the uber as uber x share yeah yeah that's what tony said but i mean you can't you 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 can't unclick it it's not a separate box so it's uber x share that's what it is so you get them, you, they come in, you get notifications. You can decline them, but you can't, you can't filter um, them out. So you'd have to use Maximo or something like that to, to automatically decline them. So it's not, it's not like it's like you can do Uber X or you can do Uber share. Right. <laughs> Uber share. Oh, Francis. Uh, so anyways, yeah, Tesla's doing some shit in Austin and whatever. What aren't they not doing? Uh, speaking of Teslas, you don't need one when you go to, no, I don't know. RMI inspections, <laughs> one of our sponsors, you can get that done for 19 bucks. Get your car inspected. Um, uh, I just got the plates, uh, new plates on the pilot for my daughter. I thought maybe I should get inspected just in case my car goes down. I don't think it will, but, um, uh, if I needed one, because that thing's old as balls, you go to, uh, our description, click on the link and what is it like 20, 30 minutes, you get an inspection. If you don't pass, which you should pass. Uh, you don't pay. Right. Um, it's it's super convenient. You don't have to go to Bell Tire or anywhere else. And, and like I always say, though, if you know your car's fucked up, like they're not going to pass you. And you should go to a mechanic anyways. But I hate when you have right. these this little stuff. And I've been there before, not with Bell Tire, but other mechanics. And they're like, yeah, you need to fix this. You need this fixed, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so RMI inspections, we can't thank them enough for supporting us and the Gig Economy Podcast. Oh, man. And for being here to help us drivers. I know. I am been so stuffy, right? And so I actually went to the pharmacy and got the the good suit of, or the good um, decongestant. Okay. It has dried me out so bad. I'm constantly thirsty. It's like I'm smoking weed all day and I have cotton mouth. It's so bad. And now that I'm talking a lot during the show, I'm just like, yeah, cotton mouth. I know it's so bad. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I will talk about our next story, uh, which is another Reddit. And, and, and the headline goes, kicked someone out, forgot his phone in my car. So I kicked somebody out and the idiot forgot his phone in my car. So I'm driving this guy and this woman, the rider under her name, and I always ask the rider what music they want. We'll come back to that because there's some there's some interesting about things about that. He asked for David Guetta, which I have no idea who that is. So I played the music on Spotify, and he lost his shit when he didn't recognize his music. So I changed it. He then told me I probably don't have a girlfriend, so I just kept quiet so I wouldn't lose it. Uh, he asked me a question that I didn't answer and stated, I'm just trying to focus on the ride. He ended up swearing at me saying, there's a fucking GPS. You don't need to do anything. So I pulled over and kicked him out and the woman out. Dumbass forgot his phone. <laughs> About to ask for a hundred bucks to give it back. I'll call the other woman on his phone and start some shit. 
So the number one thing that people are saying is, wait, people actually ask the writer what music they want to hear when they get into the car? I know. <laughs> like, who does that? Um, I do. Do you? <laughs> I give them the option. I mean, right now, now I have um, that, uh, what's it called? Um, Spotify or Sirius Satellite? X- Sir- Sirius XM, yeah. And so... I mean, if they want to change it, I, I usually just leave it on on that one good channel, yeah, um, which just moved to channel six. But anyways, uh, and and but if they want to change, it, I don't care. They can they can do that. That's fine. I used to have that tablet thing, which people loved. Yeah, so. I'm curious. I think Octopus, which we'll talk about later, uh, the tablet that uh, entertains people with trivia and stuff like that. I think they're going to bring that feature. I I, so. I I don't want them to. Um, because I already have enough connected to my car. Like I, I don't, right. and and I honestly like I don't ask people what they want to hear. I, you're gonna, you're gonna. I think a lot of people do this, but I'm probably gonna say it out loud. I, I look at what who they are and what they look like, and I kind. Well, no, I take that back. I have a few staple stations. I'm never right. gonna turn it to country. So like, if you got a cowboy hat on, you're not getting country. You're getting yeah, prob- get out of my car. You're probably getting pop rocks. I don't mind country, but like, I don't even know what country. I don't even know. Like, is, he's a young guy. Does he like young country? Like, I don't right. even know. So, but no, I mean, and I, and just because it's a black person, I don't turn on like hardcore rap. But like, no, the pop 2K has a lot of old classic uh, hip hop songs. So I always turn mm-hmm. that on just because, you know, but it is yep. funny when you get young uh, black people in there and you turn that on. They don't fucking know any of that shit. It's, <laughs> it's just it's the same thing. You know, if, if the, the music I grew up with, they're like, they don't know what the fuck this is. But no, I never yeah. ask. Uh, and I don't, and I used to early in the Uber days, people would ask to, you know, we, the, we always tease me about the aux cord and stuff. Yep. Dude, I have not had anyone ask for music or an aux cord in such a long time. I know. People don't ca- ask about the aux cord anymore. It's like, I don't know it, why. It, Maybe because pe- so many riders just were like, nope, not gonna, not gonna do it. Or so many drivers, sorry. And people got used to it. Yeah, I had somebody actually ask me if they can connect their phone to my to my my Android Auto. I said, no, you can't. No. Yeah, that's what Get I want. Get out of here. I'm not going to connect your phone to my Bluetooth or whatever. No. Uh, Tyler says, bro country 24-7. Tony says, more mid-40s women ask me for hardcore rap. So what, <laughs> like hardcore rap, like the like new hardcore rap or like old stuff? I tell him Elon hates auxiliary. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't want any cords in here. He wants a clean, clean finish. That's hilarious. Yep. But yeah, nope, you're not getting. I mean, if I'm vibing with somebody and they're like, yeah, can you turn it to something like this? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll try. You know, but if, if right. it, yeah, if you're going to walk in and just say, hey, but all right, uh, a couple more things. So it says, why older Americans are ditching retirement for Uber and Lyft? So it, it's very uh full of a lot of content but i mean obviously i think we know why right they retired due to covid and health concerns and then they realized ooh i might not be ready to retire yet which i think the gig economy for somebody uh that that does this that's semi retired or retired i think it's great right oh yeah and it, it gives them an opportunity to earn more money and not just be like 
Because some people, once they retire, they don't don't really have a retirement. Let's say, and Social Security is not enough, and they do let you earn a certain amount on Social Security uh, before they start taking it away. So this is a great way for somebody that they're not going to walk into a workplace at 65, 70 years old. Who's going to fucking hire them? Well, but the other thing too, it's also a social aspect for them, right? Because uh-huh. a lot of the people, uh, they will just sit on their asses at home and do nothing. Yeah. This, this gives them a purpose. Yeah, that's actually a good. That's, I think that's the second advantage too. But, you know, a lot of people, uh, so I'm going to read a couple of stories. Wesley, a San Francisco Uber driver in his mid-60s, said that he's semi-retired and still drives roughly 40 hours a week for Uber for additional income. He brought in 50K. But these earnings didn't account for his gas insurance, vehicle maintenance expense, which lowers his take-home profits. Uh, these, So this is where people, like, I'm like, ugh. These extra expenses are why Johnson, Johnson has been driving an electric vehicle through an Uber partnership with Hertz. Johnson thinks he driving an EV will save him money on gas and maintenance expenses and make his gig work more profitable in the long run. Not renting from Uber, it won't. No. I mean... I mean, he is driving roughly 40 hours, but you know, what is it? Three to $400 a week. But a guy like that, I mean, he's in his mid sixties. He probably, I mean, I would, I'm going to speculate that he has decent credit. Like go buy an EV, go buy one. Don't fucking rent one. But, but how, so, so that's the the other side of that though is, I mean, and again, I'm the same way. I don't want to rent it. Right. But how much is it going to cost to buy one? How much you, what would your payment be if you buy a Tesla? I mean, it all depends. I mean, I'll tell you what my payment is and I put zero money down and right right now the, the interest rate is insane. It's 8%. So my payment on a $37,000 car is $590 a month. Right. But I mean, that's a month. It's not sure three to four hundred dollars a week. You know what I mean? So it's always going to be a better bet to to buy. Although you do get like roadside assistance, you don't have to deal with any of the maintenance or anything. If there's any issues, tires, whatever. Um, Yeah, that's not that expensive. No, it's not. I mean, I can buy that extra for an extra what fifty bucks a month. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's so not worth it. Um, you got, I, I mean, I get if you, I mean, we have somebody in our community that does do it. He doesn't rent a Tesla, but he does rent uh, another car. I get it. If you got, if this works for you, go for it. If you're willing to put in the hours and figure it out, I, right. I, I totally get it. But I think, I think an EV will save a gig worker in the long run, but not renting it. Right. Personally, I know we, this wasn't really about an EV, but we we finally uh, we always find a way to get on that. But <laughs> Tesla tires we are do. expensive. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Ro- rotating is probably uh, you know pretty important. But yeah, I mean, I you know we can go through all the stories, but I just like that it's such a great opportunity for the elderly to keep busy socially and to make a little money without having to worry about a boss and be like, cause there's age discrimination. There totally is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, where are you going to walk into a Verizon store and sell phones? I mean, you're 65. You shouldn't have to go be a greeter at Walmart. Like, I mean, right. you know what I mean? Like, and, and this is a, oh, sure. a physical thing for them that they, that's not hard for them to do. So like a lot of them have disabilities. I think it's great. I, I think more old people should, should take advantage of that if they want to. So, Oh, I agree. 
Um, okay. I agree 100%. This next story here, you didn't happen to grab. I, I, I know. I we should just skip it. We should just skip okay. it because there's no picture. But basically, here, I'll, I'll do it real quick. Uber has their robots to deliver food. They dress them up as reindeer. Although there was a little bit more than that, wasn't there? Well, yeah, but Hold so on. they're talking about talking about uh, their their uh, charter, the fleet of charter buses too. You can rent in some some areas and stuff like that. It's just oh, well, some, th- some, just do it. I didn't realize a little that. bit of a so it's just a little bit of a fun story. So basically, Uber's rolling out robots dressed as reindeer and a festive fleet of karaoke charter buses decked out with lights. Driving the news, San Francisco-based company announced a bundle of holiday products today, including a new store pickup program launching in more than 1,700 cities and towns across the country. So basically, all their robots in some of the major cities, they're putting uh, like red noses on them and, and, and antler. So that's kind of fun for their Uber Eats delivery uh, robots. And then... Uh, if you're in the market to rent a minibus, uh, not a minibus, but a party bus, anything like that, you can in Miami, Washington, D.C., and Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles, you can rent one of their festive fleet by Uber Charter. They're taking over everything. Oh, yeah. Like, why, they're doing why, why, fucking why everything. They? They, ha- they have the platform. Why I know. They? I know. Right. It's just like, good God. It's the same as same as Amazon. What was it? I told you last last week that Amazon is now the biggest delivery uh, partner in, in America. Yeah, they they are bigger than UPS and FedEx and all of them. They are the biggest. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so then the last thing of the story, real quick, is that the, they are extended their Uber store pickup program. Are taking that picking that back up. So this is the same program as you can you can use and they're using in some markets so you can get them to deliver your take your your product back you can now use that to also buy products uh, getting picked up from the store you know what's frustrating about a lot of these features i like that i think i would be i would like to do that and they always just do the cities the bigger cities like why can't they just do it in a grand rapids I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just turn it on. Let us do it. Like, what infrastructure do you absolutely need? I mean, the Staples in Grand Rapids is the same as the Staples in California and the same as in Austin. I mean, with some changes here and there, but I just wish they would do that uh, around us, too. You know what I mean? Like, we miss out oh, on some, some of the cool stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Am- Amazon is delivering cool. cars next year. If this is successful, it's going to go. You're going to see all these car all these companies do it like it's going to be gone you're not going to have to go to a sales room anymore like it's just they're literally going to be delivered to your house but you don't you don't right i mean absolutely and do they take free returns do i do i just have to drop it off at kohl's well so you can't do it at kohl's anymore yeah, you can. I don't know why you say that. My wife just returned something today at Kohl's. Well, so it used to be Kohl's on Alpine, but they don't do that anymore. They they removed that, so now well, it's uh, huh? I was gonna say, well, maybe it's just that Kohl's because we. Re- it could be. It could be. So just up the street from Kohl's on Alpine, there is a uh, UPS store, and you can take a free back there. So. You know, another place that's popped up for us is Staples. Staples. I feel like these companies are just grasping at things to survive, and they're like, hey, Absolutely. if we can get people in the door, maybe they'll buy something. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that the the retail model is changing. The coupon that Staples gave me was actually really good. It was $10 off a $30 purchase. 
But what are you going to buy? It's exactly. But I'm part. just saying it was a third of a discount off. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, oh, yeah. it's a really good discount. Tom's back, everyone, just in case you were worried. <laughs> Welcome back, Tom. Welcome back. All right. Uh, moving on. So Uber, DoorDash forced to pay up big due to the new rule. Unfortunately, uh, Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub will face massive financial implications after the companies were unsuccessful in a bid to block a new minimum pay rule in New York. The company's attempt to overturn the rule were rejected by state appeals court, blah, blah, blah. The new rule requires the companies to pay their delivery drivers a minimum of seventeen ninety six per hour under the new rule or a rate of $0.50 cents per mile. Yeah. Yeah, dang. Where was I reading something else? Oh, there are about 60,000 app delivery workers in the city, though they only receive about $11 per hour after tips and other expenses which is less than $15 the minimum wage in the city, according to Bloomberg. But $11 an hour? I mean, that can't be right, can it? I think it can because there's too many idiots taking all the stupid rides. <laughs> well, and then, like, how do they calculate expenses? Is it just an average? Because my expense might be way less. I mean, I went and, uh, you know, I got the the pilot. I washed it today. I cleaned it out. I, you know, did everything for Avery because her birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. And I went and got gas in it and put $46 in there. I'm like, I can't fucking imagine that. I used to do this like every other day. When, <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was working yep. like all the time. And I'm like, I hadn't put gas in a car in so long. And it was just like, oh, holy cow. But anyways, I digress. The expenses is it you know, what are they basing that on? Like the average cost of gas and those kind of things. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know either. So if you just saw, I don't know if you saw or not, but so Francis was just asking, is it true? I put it up again. Is it true that gig workers value flexibility most in their roles? I don't know that. I've, I think that is the truth for me. I mean, I like it, but, but it's the truth I, for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the flexibility. If they may, if I, I think I would be done with gig work if all of a sudden it said, "Yep, you have to schedule these hours." I don't mind doing it periodically. Oh, sure. Absolutely, I think that's yeah. what he's talking about. I don't mind like doing a uh, flex route from like you know five p.m. to eight p.m. That's okay. Oh, but it's still because it's still your choice to do it. Exactly. If they say yeah. I can only drive Uber from noon to four, and that's the only right. time you get, like I, that doesn't work for my schedule. You know what I mean? No, but. no. But also, it wouldn't Uber wouldn't be interesting for you then at all if they even no matter what timing they would give you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because right. it's not flexible. Right. I want to be able to go out whenever I want to. Yeah, exactly. And if I want to go out and spin my wheels and not make any money, well, fucking let me. Like, what do you care? <laughs> so that's <laughs> why we, why Jesper and I always push so hard to to be independent contractors because I'm worried over time as all these government. Uh, things come in place they're going to be like well yeah you know sorry you can't go online we have too many drivers which they've talked about in certain areas sorry right. and it's like no just fucking let me go online and let me work when i want to work you know um but exactly so this next story is kind of uh scary if you will uh well it is um and and so so just listen to this. The headline goes, you put my life in danger. Woman jumps out of vehicle. Uh, this is in Pennsylvania. A woman is sharing a frightening ordeal after she had, she said an Uber driver hit a car and fled the scene all with her in the back seat. Seems fun. The young woman, Kiara, huh? I said, that seems fun. 
I know. The young woman, Kiara, said she begged her driver to stop after hitting the other vehicle, but when the, he didn't, she feared for her own life. That's when she jumped out along a busy stretch of highway into traffic. So crazy. So, so cra crazy that Kira said she ordered the Uber from Washington, uh, Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh. It's a roughly 40-minute drive. She explained that things were going smoothly until just before 1 a.m. So I think this was the first giveaway for me, 1 a.m. This is the middle of the night. Yeah. When the driver missed her exit along the Interstate 79 near, near Robinson. So this, is, this is what he does. He's on the interstate. He put it in reverse to get back onto the exit. Oh, my God. State police confirmed that's when the Uber driver identified as something good uh, Cristiano rammed into another vehicle, causing it to roll over. But instead of stopping, he kept going with Kiara still in the backseat, begging him to pull over. Can you imagine this? That would be scary. Oh, my gosh. I kept saying, please stop. Just please stop the car. I want to get out. I asked several times. And at that point, he had uh, at that point had to just jump out. She said after she jumped out, the, the Uber driver finally stopped and Kiara, Kiara grabbed her cell phone and called for help. Unfortunately, she endured several serious friction burns and had to be taken to the hospital because, of course, she drove. She jumped out of the car. Yeah. Now she wants accountability for not only from not only the driver, but the company. It's hard to contact for help uh, on the Uber app. I feel like there should be some type of emergency button, she explained. Isn't there an so, emergency button? I, like, I, I guess I haven't driven or I haven't ridden it in a while. Isn't there like a was, big button right on the front of it? I don't know, but I, I, I want to say I've, I, want, I, I thought there used to be a 911 button or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to start a ride. I mean, I can open the rider app, but I think you have to start a ride. But I, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the same one that that we have because we have one when we're taking rides too. Um, so but, no charge has been filed, but Uber confirmed that they are working with police to help with the investigation. And hopefully, that guy has been deactivated. Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Uh, <sighs> so the last one I want to talk about real quick. Uh, I thought it was interesting because we've all talked about the um the the uber eats and how much they take and stuff uh it was this was kind of a a good article about a local company so i'll, I'll try to breeze through it real quick but the buttermilk drop does more morning business than nearly anyone else in the city's uber eats uh its owner says people hit the order button non-stop every morning buying all this food the iconic family-owned eatery on north i'm not pronouncing that street in the seventh ward has been around since 2008 seven years ago they've been doing began doing online orders the restaurant's overall operations now rely on the daily online breakfast which usually totals totals about 5k a week see this is the problem with getting used to this kind of stuff with technology, right? right? People pay an order with a click. It goes to the Uber Eats system and they get it delivered. Or it did till last week. One week ago, last Monday, the weakness of the Uber Eats online system became clear when manager Tiffany London noticed that there were missing a week's worth of payments from Uber Eats system, which typically takes this cut and then deposits the rest to each week into a vendor's account. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I, I, I felt like it was like a... What what do they say? Uh, term thirty or term forty five days or something? I felt like it would have been something like that. You know, you got thirty days and then you submit an invoice. Blah blah blah. But looks oh, like it's no. as, as automatic as what it is for us. 
I yeah, and I would say why why else why else would would a vendor do it? I mean, yeah, true. I'm not gonna wait thirty days to get my money. Yeah, after know. you put out all, all this product. As she checked more into the situation, she realized someone had changed the bank account from the restaurant's local Hancock Whitney account to unknown Bank of America account in Atlanta. It was made worse by Uber's resilience. Is it reliance Reliance. on on online communication with rare human contact to the point that the bakery's local Uber Eats reps didn't respond to a single message? Oh, starting last Monday, multiple frantic calls and emails to Uber Eats local rep went unanswered. People that London Henry had spoke through Uber Eats 1-800 number couldn't get to the bottom of the problem. See, that's fucking scary. Like you're owed all this money, let's say Mm 5K and like, oh, we, we can't figure it out. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, let's face it. Most restaurant owners don't make a ton of money unless you're like own no. multiple locations. I'm like, it's a living. It's a job, really, if you think about oh. it. And of course, you probably when you retire, you can sell it and you know retire on that. But it's not like they're making bank. Oh no, no, no. Let's see. Nearly uh, nearby small businesses also expressed concern. There is no local data for apps like DoorDash and Uber Eats. National studies have found, though, that food delivery apps have seen a 41% increase since the pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. Online food ordering now accounts for roughly 40% of restaurant sales. That's so much. Right. It says for a small family-owned business, losing that uh, revenue felt like catastrophic so oh absolutely so blah 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 they finally got a hold of somebody but let me go back see so they said that after investigation over the weekend uber believes that the business was the victim of a phishing scam and that someone had likely given the account credentials to a hacker but that doesn't seem right because there's so many things you have to do to get that information changed. Um, well, that's what the, the, that's what it is for you and I. We don't know what the platform is for them. Well, it says uh, merchants have responsibility to protect their logins and credentials. By the end of the day, blah blah blah. Someone had transferred. He says uh, the owners are baffled by that because it's only two of them that know the credentials. He wonders if someone hacked in the New Orleans Uber Eats system and targeted its uh, its business because unlike other delivery services, which are more lax about account protection, Uber's own procedures do not allow merchants to hop online and make the kind of changes that the hacker made. We have to validate our identities and make those changes by phone with someone from Uber. So they're saying um, they got to call yeah. in to even make any kind of banking changes. So, So somebody made a phone call. And acted and like them? It, something like that. Yeah. I don't think it was a phishing scam because the phishing scam is like, you know, oh, click on this link, right? And you, you know, go in there and do all that stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that Uber, you know, said, no, sorry, it's your fault. So I don't know if they're going to get that money back or not. But how can it be Uber's fault? If, they, if there's no way for them to change it themselves in the app. Then it's not their fault. Exactly, it's got to be Uber's app. It's got to be Uber's it's app. Uber's fault. Yeah, yeah. They they have they they you have according to them you have to call in to get all that stuff changed. Like that's some like to me that's like we can change our stuff online and then you it's right. it's relatively easy. But if they got to call in. Yeah, fucking Uber app fucked up. But they don't want to take. You know, they don't want to take it. It's a $10,000. Yeah. And for somebody that that's a small business like that, like it's it it could shut them down. Oh, yeah, it would. So 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Steve, I know you're not on here, but I so appreciate when you send people over. I love to see uh, Tony on here. Actually, it was funny. Earlier this week, Tony commented on our latest episode on YouTube. He probably has YouTube premium, so you can actually listen to stuff online without getting interrupted and put your phone dark. Uh, he said, hey, I'm listening to this Monday morning. So that was super cool for her to comment on the uh, on our latest uh, episode. But um, yeah, thank you, Steve, for bringing in. And thanks for the super chat. We super appreciate that. And Always. Hey, Jesper's going to be gone next week. So we're going to have Larry on. Um, I know I had messaged Steve, and it's so funny. Uh, he didn't mess me back for like a week and I was like okay he's busy whatever I'll just ask Larry and then tonight he's like hey let me know if you want to come on so uh, <laughs> probably not this this time Steve but I appreciate uh, you still being able to do that uh, come on Absolutely. but yes we're enjoy the sunshine next week thank you and happy holidays to all the listeners yes since this will be the last show um, are we still doing something fancy I don't know well, what are we going to do yeah well, we talked about, you know, reposting a couple of the old episodes, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But um, so, yeah, next week will be our last episode for 2024. As, as far as live goes, there might be 2023, some, 2023. Thank you. I've already jumped a year. Um, <laughs> it's because I'm dehydrated. But as uh, always, guys, don't put up with anyone's bullshit. And we'll see you on the road. Good night. Good night. This podcast is produced and edited by Hey Guys Media Group. Want to start a podcast? Check out heyguysmediagroup.com.